This SoFi podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications back to you is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Kimmy. I'm Tommy. And I'm Sam. And on this week's episode of And Friends, we expose ourselves in public. That's right. I got a trench coat and I'm ready to open it. Then I filmed it. I opened it up to everyone. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Uh, I plan on being more active uh, on Facebook, uh, maybe start some Instagram stuff. Good. Do a little TikToking. Hey, he's TikTok Baskerville. (laughs) This is back to you. (laughs) Sam, you'd probably like us to start, right? Uh, You guys are ready whenever, so. No, I didn't say that. Yes, please. Okay. Start. Okay. So what what's the show about? I got something. I haven't heard the stuff yet. Well, you're going to right now. Yeah. Are you ready? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Steve, how are you today? I'm just as chipper as ever. You are chipper yeah. as ever. You yeah. know what? And I, I know you're chipper because the fall is beautiful. You know, when the trees change and everything, but I don't like it when the temperature starts dropping and you can't wear shorts and T-shirts anymore, and you can't wait for it every year. Well, I was hoping you'd put some pants on. (laughs) It's uncomfortable sitting in here and you're sitting in your underwear with a shirt and tie on. (laughs) No, I like it. I like uh, uh, seasons changing. I love it. I do, too. I like seasons changing to fall. I don't mind that so much, but I don't like it when it changes into January. Well, this is, it's not you know? San Diego. I don't want to go to Chicago. You know, I don't mind some snow around the holidays. Well, it was good for me for business, the business that I was in for 35 plus years. Well, yes, well you're it doing was. the weather. You have to have things to talk about and you like change that's constant. Yes, it was. So maybe it has a little bit to do with that, but I just like it because uh, it's more solitude. People are off the street. I like quiet walks with not running into people where I have to stop and chit-chat much. You know, Let's just keep it moving. If you think about the weather, the business you were in, we were in in the, in the broadcast news business, and you being a weathercaster, um, I would say other than Hawaii and San Diego, most of the country has change of seasons, and people don't realize. They might not be as dramatic as here, but, you know, uh, you've gone to Florida probably before in January, and when there's a big Arctic blast that hits us, it goes all the way to Miami, and they might have a high of 50. My wife doesn't like going to San Francisco. And I go, why? Right. right. She thinks it's too cold. Yeah, well, it can be. <laughs> so, I mean, every every place, uh, to some degree, has a complaint that's due to weather. When that marine layer comes in, my son lives in Southern California when the, and not too far from the ocean. When the marine layer comes in in the morning, it's foggy and, and cold, and then it burns off by about noon and gets beautiful. You know what? I, I, I really enjoy the fact that I had 35 years or so, loved my job doing the weather every night. And uh, No, you didn't. When it came, no, when it came to... <laughs> Let's be real. Why are you just, you're ruining what I'm leading up to. I, but I, I, I was, I'm to looking it. forward to uh, doing something else. And then what are uh-huh. you doing? Talking about weather for 20 minutes. I don't yeah. want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, but the thing is, is that... Did you, I love the you work. Loved it. We may have had problems with people that you work with, but yes. I enjoyed what I did. But there are days you don't feel like going to work. Well, there are days I don't feel like being here. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> is yeah. this, is this mean, one so of them? It could be. It's turning into it. And I said to you, I said, hey, and you said, what are we going to do this one on? And I said, well, I've got stuff. When I hear it, I got Have stuff. Have you heard anything yet? I, I haven't heard the stuff yet. <laughs> I have, what, talking about the marine layer in, what, Guam? Where did you say? Uh, Southern California. Yeah, I mean, people don't want to hear that. How do you know? I could tell. I'm How one of know? them. This podcast is... <laughs> <laughs> if you can't even get your uh, host to play along with you. Hey, yeah. I... I'm going to quiz you. I like to quiz. I like to quiz you. I'd love to quiz you. Why don't you go you. to Quiznos? You ever yeah. go to Quiznos? I like Quiznos. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're perfect for it. Go ahead. There was a big, there was a big story recently about a popular chain like that. And Is this I part of your stuff? I don't want to mention it. Well, I mean, it, okay. it's, that it okay. was shocking to people that their mac and cheese, a person got fired for videoing. The mac and cheese being brought out of the freezer and dropped in and thawed out, and yeah. then they put it in the container. And it's really good. I've had it before, but they they exposed the uh, dirty secret or whatever. <laughs> was somebody's finger in it or what? No, it was just it's frozen, and I guess the oh, people have the impression that it was made fresh. Well, yeah. would it be impossible at a fast casual place to make it to make it fresh? Let's be clear. This has nothing to do with Quiznos. This is uh, no. This no. is a place like Quiznos. This doesn't have anything to do with okay. Quiznos. Right. That's the disclaimer, so right. we don't get sued. Well, so you don't get sued. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Quiznos, what that did was that came from me wanting to quiz you. So, if we took a map of the United <laughs> States and we put it up on that big window here in the studio, yeah, and we drew the states in the yeah. outlines of them, yeah, could you accurately, yeah. Fill in every state yeah. and get them right. Yes, I even could. Rhode Island, yes, and New I Hampshire. Could. I, I could. What is this? Tenth grade geography um, well, we're going through now. A lot. Not to insult younger people, because I think the younger generation is brilliant. And some people, you know, I can remember when I was young, and people were saying uh, something like, "Why? I tell you, these kids, they're not going to mount to nothing." You don't have any work ethic. You and if people are saying that about the younger generation now, I think we're in great hands. But I don't know if they teach like geography and things like that like they did when we were young. This is a very different uh, age. I think what has happened over the recent years is that I'm just guessing because I haven't been in a classroom to instruct kids or watched what goes on. But electronic age, and you've got uh, your phone and tablets and other devices, and you can find information quickly. You so can. I don't know whether there's a demand to to memorize things as much as you used to. You know, it, it's yeah. You know, someone had mentioned that the world we're living in today, uh, you don't have to wonder about anything. Just look it up. You know, there was a time when. You wondered about things, and we don't have time for that anymore. You know, I wonder if uh, uh, the weather is any different in Montana than it is in Utah. You don't have to wonder. Let's go look it up right now on the phone. Or, or lots of things that you could, uh, you don't have to think about. You don't, we don't have time to think about things anymore. Just look it up. Oh, I can see right now in 30 seconds uh, where Nevada is on the map and where Utah and where... Uh, Washington State and Oregon. So uh, I don't know whether you necessarily have, what's the point in memorizing that on a map? Well, well I mean, we, we all do that. We all 
want to have answers to questions, and we immediately Google it. Yes. And, 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 but to a certain extent, that's a crutch. And I imagine uh, kids can use that in school at yeah. you reach a certain age. I think you can well, use the know. Internet. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, they, they, you know, books are gone. I mean, they carry iPads to school now in grade school. You know, they don't have to, you know, have a book bag like, like we used to have. But don't you think <laughs> there's something? Let me answer this a yes or no question. I'm going to say the answer might be yes. Okay. Do you have encyclopedia at home? Uh, yes. You do. probably somewhere do. like in our in our storage really? room. Really? Yes. Yeah, and it's been so yes. long ago that you've needed to and look in a, an encyclopedia, right? Oh, I I haven't opened them since the since my children were little, but I I still think that they're fascinating. Yes. I think it's fascinating to thumb through them. I still think it's great to open a a, a book. As opposed to read it, you know. I, on a I don't Kindle? like to. I don't like to read off of an electronic device. I just don't. I don't feel no. comfortable. But getting back to the geography thing, don't you think that it is is educational and makes you more well rounded when you can point to like where Montana is on the map and maybe well, you know sure. what the capital sure, of that was, I do. or maybe you know, um, you know. I used to memorize. Of course, being into horse racing, I, I knew all the horses that had won the Kentucky <laughs> Derby before I knew the order of the, of the presidents. But I used to know all the presidents from, who was the president? Washington on. Yeah. Want me to name as many as I can? How many, order, let's see how order. many you can go right now. Let's go. All right. And I'm not looking at a device. Uh, no, people are wondering, what's the, you say reading them. You're I'm not. not. You're not. I don't have it. Let's see. Washington and Jefferson. Wrong. Uh, Washington, Adams, Jefferson. Yes. yes. Um, Madison. Monroe, Mon I think. Monroe. Was Monroe? The or? second Adams and then Jackson. Yes. Yeah, you're right. The second Adams and then Jackson. Yep. But you know Lincoln. You uh, you've, nope. uh, 16th. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. He was the 16th. Uh, will you, I can't talk over you, Howard, and say it. You're, you're making me nervous like we're in the classroom. Okay. So you got how far? I got to Jackson. Jackson. It's, okay. After it, Jackson? It's uh, tough. Continue. This does get tough. All right. Wait. All right. Let's see. Wow. Uh, Van Buren? Yep. Uh, wow. Harrison? Yep. Oh. Ty wait. Tyler? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Polk? Uh-huh. Taylor? You've yep. got to be kidding me. Fillmore? Oh, my gosh. Fillmore? Yeah. Seriously? Uh, John, see, Paul, George, and wait. Ringo? But see, now you're, you're interrupting, and, and I can't get it out. If this was Jeopardy, it'd be terrible. Or some other program. You're coming along. Yeah. Let me see. And now he's taken me completely off course. Uh, I said uh, Van Buren, right? Yeah, I, okay. I, we're, I, we're at Fillmore. Uh, 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 there's a Pierce? Yeah. Franklin uh, uh, Pierce. Wait, wait. Yeah, Pierce. And then I said uh, Buchanan? Yep. Uh, <laughs> what number are we at, Samuel? Uh, 15? 15. That's so excellent. To, so Lincoln? we get up to Lincoln. Lincoln? I knew I could get yep. up to the... Well, you know who followed Lincoln? Well, Grant, right? Nope. Yeah. No. Was, uh, Andrew Johnson? That's right. Johnson. Lincoln Johnson. Um, and, and, it and starts to get fuzzy for, for me. For what was that. Andrew Johnson famous? For being after Lincoln. That, that was yes. part of it. But was, was Andrew Johnson in the... No. Never mind. I'm not going to say this. I'm was he in Hamilton? I'm going to embarrass <laughs> <No>. myself. <laughs> yes, he was in Hamilton. Um, he was quite the performer. Who did Hamilton have the duel with? Uh, Burr. I think I think that's who it was. Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr. 
Ironside. Yes, and then he got the um, show Ironside. I can't think of Burr's first name. I think it might have been William. William yeah. Burr. Are you impressed that I got that? Yeah, part? I'm oh shocked gosh. and impressed. Are you really both I'm of you? Really, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I am just <laughs> absolutely stunned because well, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm embarrassed that it gets fuzzy after that for me. So, I mean, I know well, who they were, but I can't name them. Anymore. I'm embarrassed that it gets fuzzy for me after Jackson. Yeah. It was actually Aaron Burr, by the way. Aaron Burr, that's right. Um, but uh, Andrew Johnson was uh, after let's, Lincoln. Let's like, now, now, and are, then, you, are you all the way up to Hoover? And I just want you to look for Hoover, uh, Samuel, right? Yes. Uh, did Coolidge follow him? No, Coolidge. No, uh, he preceded him, I believe. Him, yes. There you go. See, I'm no dummy. All right, wait a minute. Who was another, uh, who was right before Coolidge? Uh, Harding. Harding. Yeah. Harding, he Coolidge, McKinley. Harding, Harding died in office. and Wait, wait here, let's, let's pick this up. Harding, Coolidge, McKinley. Right? Uh, no? Harding, no. Coolidge, well, okay, so we were at Grant. But let's go. I just want to pick it up with Harding. Okay, Harding. Harding, yeah. Coolidge. Yes. McKinley? No. McKinley was, uh, he was before Roosevelt. He yeah. was the one who was assassinated. He was right before Roosevelt. FDR. No. No, Teddy. Teddy. Oh, Teddy. We're going yeah. way back. FDR, I'm getting into the World War II. You think II. people are enjoying this? Uh, I, am. I am. Are you? Yeah, yeah, Samuel is. Yeah, I'm really right, who enjoying was, it. All right, so we, we stopped at uh, Johnson, and, and then it was Grant, right? Yes. Andrew or Lyndon? Yeah, we stopped at uh, Johnson. So Johnson <laughs> was after Lincoln, and then I believe it was U.S. Grant. Yes. Ulysses S. Grant. And you told he smoked it, cigars. You told a fascinating story about Ulysses uh, S. Grant running into a, at a school, and there no. was an old man there, and it was when U.S. I was, Grant. All right, we'll take it. Oh, oh, okay, Sam, <laughs> we know where Hoover is, right? Yes. Okay, when I was, now this is going to make, I, I am not that old. Well, <laughs> old is relative. It is. But no, when I was not. about 10 or 11. Good. You look good for your age. <laughs> when I was 10 or 11 on Independence Day, Independence Day yes. in Philadelphia near the Liberty Bell. Yes. I was in the all boys city choir. Uh-huh. And we sang songs for the day. And at the end, this old man was assisted uh, up to where we were standing on a podium, uh, had Marines a Marine on each side, and he had two canes. It took a long time to get there, and he bowed to the choir, and we bowed back. We had no idea who this man was, and it was Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is incredible. You know, I've been to uh, Kodak in Rochester years ago where uh, all these interesting uh, pictures from the past, and it was Lincoln's funeral procession in Washington, and they circled a little head up in a window in a hotel among all the people looking down at this funeral. And it was Teddy Roosevelt. Really? Yeah. You know, it, uh, people are, I mean, you're connected. It, it seems like things happen in the distant past, but it's not that distant when you connect. I mean, there are things that connect well, generations. You know, it's not that distant when you go to Europe. And even, you know, fly to London and you see the the Tower of London. And the Tower of London is from the year like, uh, well, you know, you what, 1100 go overseas or 1200? And there's a whole different sense of what yes. is old and his, old and historic. You know, I've been to Pompeii. Uh, Pompeii is, I, I don't know what, what year the 
you know, it was destroyed by the volcano. But, you know, they laugh when we talk about our great history until going back to 1776. Well, we used to be quite uh, proud in the Philadelphia area of having the Liberty Bell yeah. and cobblestone streets and Betsy Ross's house, things like that. And that's not old to people in Europe. No, it's not. No. Uh, I find history, though, fascinating, and I love visiting places. You were talking about Lincoln a second ago, the 16th president preceding uh, Andrew Johnson. <laughs> and uh, have you ever been to Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C.? No, no, I have not. Haven't you? That's one. Uh, well, maybe I take that back. Maybe I have. You know, here's the problem. That's a, that mess, I have. That's a I, must stop. I've worked in, I've worked, uh, I've worked at, I think I told you this, or maybe you mentioned on the podcast, that I, I worked one of those inaugurations. It yes. was I think it was Reagan's second inauguration. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we were all around the town, so I believe I probably had been there. As you do pieces about, the, uh, uh, about Washington and, yeah. and that, the event of the week. So, but I can't, when I'm working in places, I don't get to remember it as a tourist. Well, sure. You? Because you're, sure. you're working and you're out. Well, I'm talking about, like, I had been there as a tourist. I took, took my kids there, and we, yeah. we, we saw the sights, and yeah. I, I thought it was fabulous. Ford's, do you know what happened at Ford's Theater? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, okay. Yeah. It's been renovated, but you can go in. It's, it's an exact, uh, yes. you know, the, 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 the shell of the building, I think, is the same. And you can go up to the booth to where John Wilkes booth, assassinated Lincoln jumped yeah. on the stage and then right across the street is the house where Lincoln died they took oh. him across the street and the bed the bedroom is in there mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, you know it's a, it's an exact I, I believe it's the actual stuff except what's interesting the pillow on which he uh, died was under his head is in Chicago somewhere mm. Yes, it's preserved, and it's in Chicago. You can Google that, Samuel, and uh, because that's what they told us at the time. And we time. have no idea how it arrived here. Or why, or where it is. But, uh, and do you remember what the doctor said when Abraham Lincoln passed away? No. What was it? I believe, and Samuel can check this. And now he belongs to the ages. Now, uh, Samuel pretty soon is going to say, do I look like the Google man? I'm sick of Googling your stuff. Yeah. Okay, uh, here, I'm he glad to help out. here he is. Uh, do you think you have anything in your home that is a relic that you ought to take to like the Antique Road Show or someplace like that? Well, I have that, I have that Lincoln pillow. Oh so, oh, so now we know how I got to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I asked my wife, she had a, could you stuff this in your purse? They don't know I've got it. Do Let's you get have? Out of uh, do you? Uh, are uh, you? Uh, here's Samuel. Yes. Well, uh, Lincoln's pillow is actually at the theater now, apparently. Oh, it is. Yeah. Was it, it ever in Chicago? Uh, I don't know. I know it was because they told us, but it's back at the theater, at that or at the at the house in which he died across the street from the Ford's Theater. I have, have you seen your grades lately? Well, I have. You have just flunked this history course <laughs> with it's your misinformation. It's time to take a break. We'll be right back. 
<laughs> On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, we interview the author of such hits like Only Dead on the Inside, A Parent's Guide to Surviving the Zombie Apocalypse, and France Like No One's Watching, we interview James Breakwell. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Hey, Howard, did you know that an event called Stay Tuned Rock on TV is here at the Museum of Broadcast Communications? I do now after you told me about it, but for more details, visit museum.tv. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, returns as we talk about modern muscle cars. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and our man in the field for this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. We are back. This is Back to You with Steve Baskerville and Howard Sudbury as the Beaver. <laughs> yes, finally got it right. Yes, <laughs> that is it. They outdo themselves every week. I hope you're having as much fun as I'm having. I'm having a great time. Sure. I was working on the morning news during the weather back in the 80s, and a guy from the Washington Post wrote about the show. Big time to have Washington Post. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to remember this critic's name, but he was a uh, Tom Shales. Yes. Acclaimed. Yes. And, I'm th- and, and we, we go to work the next day. Tom Shale's article about our show is in the Washington Post. It might be the first page of the art section. Wow. Wow. I can't wait to see it. We're all proud. I look at the article and I'm looking to see where my name is in, <laughs> in there. And do you know how he described me? <laughs> and, and I walked around for months wondering, is that bad? Is that good? What did he mean? He said, and bubbly wubbly Steve Baskerville. I'll never forget that. Bubbly wubbly. And I was, so, I didn't know what to think. You know, because I knew Diane Sawyer wasn't described as bubbly wubbly. Bill right. Curtis wasn't bubbly wubbly. Right. They had, you know, really sort of... Uh, you know, highly regarded phrases next to their names. And I get to mine. Acclaimed. And weatherman. Acclaimed interviewer, Bill Curtis. Yeah, something like that. Yes. Uh, you know, one of the <laughs> one of the best uh, in the business, <laughs> Diane Sawyer. And there's Bubbly Wubbly, <laughs> weatherman, Steve Baskerville. Is Tom Shale still wubbly. writing? I would. Maybe there's a chance. I don't know. I, I would think he's. In glory? I, I, I don't know where he is now. <laughs> I don't but mean to that like, was... make light of that if he is. Um, well, I would say to Tom Shales. Bubbly that Wubbly. That, now, what does that sound you know good or bad to you? Well, I think You see that in the paper I, and you see Bubbly Wubbly Steve Baskerville. What does that make you think? You know what, I, you know what it makes me think, what honestly? What does that make you think? I think it's poor writing. No, no. I think it's no, poor writing. No, no. what a, does that make you think? Writer. What is he saying? I think it could go either way. It can mean that's it why could I be wandered an around. Yes, it could mean an insult. Yes, there's old bubbly wubbly Baskerville yes. over yes. in the corner. Or it could mean uh, cheery, and he brings a sense of levity to the show. No, if it meant that, he would have written that. <laughs> That certainly didn't mean that. Knowing your personality, bubbly, you wubbly. <laughs> oh, I went right for the negative. Yes. I thought, my bubbly, wubbly. And I kept asking people, what what's year bubbly, we, wubbly? What year was this? I don't know, 86, 
something like that. So not that you've let it go. <laughs> or, or, I have or, not or let or that anything. go. Really? Yes. Bubbly wubbly. Tell them the story. Bubbly. Here's another there's another one that I loved. When you canceled your subscription to was it the Trib or the Sun Times? I was a Trib. And what did they, I don't remember, what did they write there? Yes, you do. Somebody, I don't remember, I don't remember like bubbly wubbly, but I remember uh, it was something uh, about me doing, it was a kind of features, but they didn't use the word features. It was, um, I can't, it was, felt bubbly (laughs) wubbly-ish. And when I read it, I said, that's, that's really holding a grudge, isn't it? I canceled That's my right. subscription right away. I would too. Uh, I've do you read remember? It, but I've never, do you remember who wrote it? No, I do. Who wrote it? I think <laughs> can't, we can't recall. You can't. No, How can I, I think <laughs> that it was Phil Rosenthal? Bubbly wubbly Phil. <laughs> <laughs> he I just, don't think it was you know Phil what? Rosenthal. He just unsubscribed to uh, back yeah, to you. I don't think after you said that. I don't know who it was. But, but anyway, anyway, you do you? I, I remember. Th- I remember. You me- immediately canceled your subscription yeah, to the Tribune sure. and the Washington Post. Well, we've been talking about getting you more involved in social media. I I think I'm going to change my mind on that because <laughs> don't go on Twitter. No, man. So, yeah, they will, I've they been will, on Twitter before. Yeah, they'll go after you. I don't like the harsh stuff. I don't yeah. know how you, but see, you get into like battles it. with them. I like it. I'll yeah. go right back at them. Man. I mean, why, why are you going right to get in an argument like, with some like, guy like, sitting in his basement? Like somebody you in saw. His underwear. Because well, it's fun. And I'll point out that he's in his basement in his underwear. <laughs> with and a tattoo, I, and then I punctu- just words, and on then it. I punctuate it with uh, <laughs> "go pound salt." And the interesting thing, this is my account. I work for a public company, and they they could get mad, but it's my account. I can say wherever the hell I want, and I, and somebody insults me, you, Samuel, Tony, anybody that I don't like. Or I mean, I like y'all that I don't like <laughs> that I that I don't like what they wrote. I'm not going to oh sit there and God. take it. So you do it for 15, 20 minutes. You write uh, some insults and then you no, turn it off. No, I used to be that way. And if I would get to a if I would get 50 letters uh, at the station when I was working there and one of them was negative, I'd have to deal with the negative person. I'd have that was the one I would remember. I wouldn't remember 50 other flattering things. You know, it's incredible. Uh, I've known you for so long, and I, I know this about you, but, but people that have listened to this podcast would be shocked to know how insecure that you are and how stuff like that gets to you because you've had a fabulously uh, successful career in broadcasting. And, you know, you've, uh, you know, the people that get into the business now, which has changed so much, would dream to have and fabulously successful until this show. And, <laughs> and, and, and no, and, I, I'll tell you what, in all sincerity, still, I, I'll tell you what that does for me. It uh, my attitude about anything is uh I, I what drives me to do more of it is hoping that I will be better than I was the last time I did it. And so I think that insecurity was fueling me to be 
uh, on top of my game all the time because I never felt it was where I wanted it to be. That's a good thought. Yeah. Really? I mean, that's I've worked good, with people who, good... who are always completely satisfied with whatever they did and sort of on automatic pilot. I, I could never get that way because I always f- would find some flaws. I always mm-hmm. wanted to make sure yeah. I wasn't that way the next time. Well, that's a that's rarely a, uh, successful. That's a great <laughs> attitude. And I hope you're better next show, too. <laughs> that's why you people, gotta, you, that's why they call you bubbly wobbly and they don't like me and they attack me on twitter bubbly wobbly because they man, think I, they think i'm an ass and i just play one i'm really not well does this show ever have a tendency of ending uh it's ending right now okay. it's on its way we want to give a special thanks to our engineer samuel greenberg who was also the co-host today Fabulous, man. I like it. Did a great job. Our executive producer is Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards, in case you didn't know. Opishows.com. Distributed by Ed Silha, Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm done. That's going to do it. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. That's not a soccer ball, that's my head. The Museum of Disgusting Food. Our tribute to Ron Britton. Breaking in to an escape room. And Rick's brush with former Vice President Dan Quayle. All that in unlimited tangents on Minutia Man. Be sure to listen to Minutia Man on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed Los Anno or Los Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> I don't thought, blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. That's <laughs> got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the for, for the sun or the snow or right. whatever. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny in seven days. <laughs> and like yesterday, I was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically. We do seven-day forecasts. And right. I go, well, seven days, it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days. <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So, has the Earth been knocked off its axis? I I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what we'll it? go with. <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever the... F- it's called.